Greetings, and this is another edition of the Kaiju Transmissions podcast. As always, I'm your host, Kyle Bird, and with me is my partner in podcasting crime, Matt Parmley. Yes. Now, Matt, from what I understand, we have a very special guest with us today. We do, and I'm still uh, aghast or flabbergast, I guess, as to how he even found us, or actually... Mr. Uh, Monster Maxon, a.k.a. Alan Maxon, the, it's, it's the right head of King Ghidorah, correct? That is correct. From the upcoming... The right head uh, is always right. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters that's coming out in May 2019, which I'm sure if you listen to our show, you know all about. So, Alan actually sent us a message on Facebook and just said, Hey, I want to come on the show and talk about this movie. And I was shocked to see that message, and we were... Really, really ecstatic to have you on. So thanks for joining us. We really appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. And I'm very, very excited to be here. It'll be, it'll be a fun little chat. Yeah, so, um, so yeah, Alan, we're, we're, uh, we're just going to ask you some questions. Um, you know, we're not all Godzilla-specific. You know, there's some other things um, in your career we'd like to, to kind of get your reflections on. And, um, yeah, this is exciting. We haven't had... Uh, one of the um, MonsterVerse uh, monster actors. So we've had um, Kitagawa, who played the Millennium Godzilla, Yoshida, who played Godzilla and GMK, and um, we've also done interviews like Sunny Chiba and stuff, so we've, we've done a couple cool things. Oh, that's cool. They're great. I'm jealous of the suit actors. Having done a, a Ghidorah with motion capture... I want to be in a suit. I want to do one of the Toho movies. Do uh, we wish Toho would go back to to Suitmation at some point? Mm-hmm. I mean, at least I do. That'd be great. Was telling uh, you were telling Alan about how we had Kitagawa on this. This makes Alan the second Ghidorah actor that we've had because oh, he awesome. was King Ghidorah in Mothra Three. Oh, that's cool. I actually Ghidorah in the Mothra movies is pretty high up there in my favorites, just because it's. It's shiny and pretty, and I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. So, uh, what made you decide to be a monster actor in general? How did that come about? Uh, I've been a, an actor, performer, entertainer my whole life. Starting out in high school with the musicals, the plays, being in, in choir, being in a band. Always creating, writing, performing, and, and bringing to life different characters. And I've also always, my entire life, loved monsters, anything that's not human. I remember watching Hellraiser, Puppet Master, Aliens, before even Sesame Street. So it's just in my blood for the the grotesque, awesome monsters that are out there. And I would say about five to six years ago, I, I sat down and I thought, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start t- taking this performing career serious as an actual profession. And... When I sat down, I, I thought, but if I'm going to do this, I want to go for the best roles, the coolest ones, the best characters. And for me, that was the monsters, because they're the ones that everybody remembers. They're the ones that I love. They're the ones that I can't wait to see them back on the screen whenever we're at the moments where it's human time. You know, anytime you're watching a, a Freddy movie, sure, Nancy's cool, but I can't wait till Freddy comes back. <laughs> so then that's what I need to start going for. And I started pursuing all the 
the character acting and the creatures and the the non-human characters and, and it snowballed from there of people recommending me and and wanting to work uh, with me as their monster and and it worked out perfectly because you know not a lot of people want to be the monster and, and i do so it's great <laughs> what was your first uh, role as a monster actually my very first one was for a movie called thanks killing part three um so let's talk about things killing three things killing has a huge cult following um, we were joking around kind of off air, but I, I tell my wife, like, this is the movie that starts off with the giant boob hanging. That's the first movie. And then they, they skipped two and they did Things Killing 3, which was funded by Kickstarter. Now, you were not involved in the Kickstarter process. You came on after. Is that correct? Yeah, actually, you know, this is blasphemous for people in, in the horror community, but I actually had never heard of Things Killing until <laughs> um, I worked on it, actually. They had posted something online looking for crew members, and I responded because... I was like, I want to be involved in this. It sounds awesome. <laughs> um, so you you were involved in the film in what ways? You did editing and you also played the the title the the, the killer himself. Is that correct? Uh, no, I played. So yeah, I got hired on as their editor, and I flew out to South Dakota, and I was there for either two or three weeks. I don't recall. It was that's almost like five years ago now. It's hard to believe. Um, and they brought me on. To cut the film and then on set they said we need somebody to jump in and fill in and, and play muff which is the character in the big like uh rubber robotic type suit that busted the door with an arm cannon and so i was like bring me in and then they slapped the suit on me and that's what i did and uh that was the very first time i ever played a suited character in an actual professional size uh production and and that actually led to my first full-on casting, where it wasn't just hopping in the suit um, by happenstance. The guy who voiced the baby turkey had directed and wrote his own film a few months later, and I was expressing to him how I want to start playing more monsters and get into creature suits. And you know, I was like, I, I want to be your monster, let me know. And he, he, he had... Tom Woodruff Jr.'s uh, son cast as playing the monster in it. But last minute, like the day before or something, he dropped out. He had some other event he had to go to. And he called me. He's like, do you still want in? And I said, yes. And I went over there and slapped on this suit and helmet that didn't fit me because it was sculpted for the other guy. And then uh, put on these big stilts that were, they were almost like high heel stilts. They leaned you forward. And, and I killed it. And I and played the monster and then it snowballed from there everybody heard that i did a good job and i started booking more and more monster gigs after that so were you an editor or an actor first sounds like you were an editor first is that correct uh paid i was an editor first but i was an actor first uh in the sense of like how i told you before where i've done it since i can remember in high school and and throughout college and stuff but but for as a professional, I was an editor first. Cool. Do you prefer acting to editing? Oh, always. <laughs> editing is more like a... Uh, it's like my waiter job. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> what keeps the lights that's, on. That's what I did <laughs> to get by. Exactly. <laughs> until, until I started getting the snowball rolling as an actual known creature actor. I had to edit for quite some time. Um, 
but well yeah and you know. i looked at your credits you edited uh late show uh queen latifah sinbad you you did a lot of work in the editing department i did yep <laughs> um so uh speaking of creatures um was the thanks killing gig was that uh instrumental in you finding work with uh with full moon and uh you know the the charles band productions um no actually i sought out full moon on my own because i have obviously as a kid like i was saying before i loved puppet masters i was like let's they're they're gonna need more creature actors so i sought them out and they're super easy and charlie is super cool to work with and very easy going and so he brought me on i think the first one i did was uh was it killjoy i think killjoy five and the director of it john lachago i i met him previously at some networking event and i kept pestering him and he was like come on in for an audition for this character named bob who is supposed to be the most evil entity in hell except for he's like a child who just wants to do everything and and annoy all the other hell demons and so i auditioned and charlie liked me and so he brought me on and then from there it led to the all the evil bong movies and i've done a couple commercials with them and and i actually even got to come on and help um tom devlin with the puppeteer team for one day on puppet master 11 so that was cool i got to play with blade and is that head and all those classic have you seen the new puppet master film uh, the Littlest Reach? <laughs> yeah, not yeah. Yet. Uh, I've heard it's absolutely I, insane. And the trailer looks insane as well. Oh, I didn't know there was a trailer. Yeah, it just came out like a couple days out. ago. And it cool. just looks like a blast. Yeah, because I know Full Moon uh, didn't make that one. Charlie is involved as, obviously, owner of the yeah. franchise. But I believe it was made by a completely different company. Mm-hmm. So, uh, well, not including your work on Godzilla, um, have you had uh, a performance or a, a monster that you've been involved with that you're the most proud of? That's a tough question, because I love all the different monsters I've played. They're all fun in their own way. Um, I guess one particular one would be uh, Christmas with Cookie, because I wrote and directed that one as well, and... He's such a fun, wacky character. He's kind of, The movie itself is almost like Tales from the Crypt meets Mystery Science Theater 3000. And so Cookie looks cool and grotesque, but he also is very fun and funny to watch. Um, have you guys seen the trailer for that one? I have not, no, but I'm actually looking at the page right now as we're talking about it because it looks, it looks... I saw that was in your... Um, on your website, you have like kind of like a, a clip show of all your works. Yeah, I know that was part of it. Yeah, that's the the stuff I'm familiar with. Was on the the demo reel. Cool. Yeah, it's definitely um, it's meant to be like a bad B movie. It it was when I wrote it, I thought I'm gonna make a movie better than a trauma movie for cheaper than a trauma movie, and. And I think I accomplished it because there's quite a few people love it. And I actually ended up making two more other cookie movies because it had enough people watching it and, and buying it on Amazon and stuff. So, so cookie was pretty successful, quote unquote successful. So that one I'm kind of proud of. <laughs> we, you kind of hinted at this a little bit, but uh, 
how familiar were you with the Godzilla series before you were, were cast in this new movie? Oh, uh, definitely familiar. I think I would not classify myself as one of the diehard Godzilla fans, like a number of the people that I know, but it's one of those things where I have before being cast in it, I've owned probably 20 Godzilla movies. You know, uh, I grew up, my, my, the first one we had was Megalodon or not Megalodon. Uh, what, what is Megalon? his name? Megalon. Megalon. Yeah. We had that on VHS and then, and obviously when the Matthew Broderick one came out, I was the perfect age age where i loved that movie i had the slurpy cup the posters like <laughs> <laughs> i know a lot of people laugh at that film but i liked it yeah, i was you know i was the perfect age when it came out it was like, just like jurassic park but wackier so so yeah i was a big fan and and i knew all the characters so when i got the call for Ghidorah, i didn't have to look anything up i was like yes yes to him <laughs> well, how, how did that come about how did you land the role of Ghidorah they just sought you out is that how, how it happened uh, I was referred I had worked with a couple of people that were involved in it previously and they knew my work and they needed um, good creature actors and as Mike Dari said in the interview during the Comic Con he, he wanted to use suit style actors and so i i think my practical experience definitely in that role for sure this is this has to be the biggest project you've worked on uh you know this isn't a little indie movie (laughs) this is a big hollywood blockbuster so um so yeah that's i can see why you would immediately jump at the opportunity um did oh, you I'd be a fool not to. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I I want to get into the the process of um, you know, being part of Ghidorah. Uh well, I know that there were other um actors, you know, for the different heads. Did you get a lot of inter- interaction with those guys? Oh yeah. Um so I can't talk a whole lot about it, but Right. Um, the three of us, we did everything together, and uh, I believe Mike also mentioned in the, the interview at Comic-Con that he had all three of us kind of tied together, and that's how we did the performance <laughs> capture. That's so pretty, that, we got that's to be pretty real, interesting. We got to be real close. <laughs> See that like I imagine can... you guys tripping over each other and like nonstop because that's what I would do. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see the behind the scenes uh, on that. <laughs> I always oh, love looking neither. at the mocap guys before they put the <laughs> like you know when before they're actually in the CG. CG. Yeah, yeah, and that that's Ugh. just funny. Um, <clears throat> well, he got he got the best guys in the biz for it too because. You know, I have a, a crap ton of practical experience. I've played probably over 40 monsters with makeup, prosthetics, and suits. And then the other two guys, the left head, Richard Dorton, he is a big video game mocap actor. And if you've ever played a video game, odds are you've probably killed him because he's <laughs> he's acted in that many games. Um, and then the center head was played by Jason Lyles, who actually recently was... George, uh, the right, right. gorilla in Rampage. Mm-hmm. So he, they definitely chose their people very wisely. And it, I think it was perfect because we all knew what we were doing, knew how to do it, and knew how to work with each other Had, so that we wouldn't be tripping over each other. <laughs> yeah. Had you done mocap before this? 
Yes. I've done a couple of mocap things. Um, I think I would say 98% of my stuff is practical, but uh, I'm open for more, doing more of it. (laughs) (laughs) Can you walk us kind of through the process of what it's like just to get, you know, obviously hooked up with all the different sensors and how that might differ from your work playing creatures in suits and makeup? With makeup and and prosthetics and stuff, it takes so long. There's, it's, it's a number of steps. Usually there's a day that you meet with the makeup artist weeks before filming, and they have to life cast you, which is basically they're making a mold of your face or covering your face with a bunch of um, goo, basically, to, to make a, a matrix mold, and then they fill it with stone and then they have a carbon copy of your face and that's where they slap all the clay on and sculpt the prosthetic then after that they make the prosthetic and then the day of filming which is usually weeks later it takes it could be anywhere from three to six hours of being glued and painted and airbrushed and and just prepped to look the part and then you have all day of filming after that so with practical it takes patience and also um, it takes patience, but also holding on to your character for that long to not lose it. You have to focus, um, which has pros and cons because either you it's hard and you have to keep reminding yourself and stay in character or you have that long to stay in character. So you're in character even better. Um, whereas motion capture, putting on that Lycra suit with all the motion sensor balls on it, it, it doesn't take long at all, you know, 15 minutes. So you already have to have them prep. You already have to be in the mindset and, and, and have your mind in that character versus having the time to sit there and, and think on it for hours. <laughs> so that would be the biggest difference for prepping mentally, I guess. I'm curious, one of the things that we know of from Godzilla suit actors is some of the suits have been just really heavy. I mean, like the first Godzilla suit was over a couple hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. Are the suits that you've been, or that you've worn for your films, I mean, are, are they fairly heavy? Do you feel them or is it something that they've been custom made to you so you don't really have to worry about it? Both. Um, so things like the woods or the raking, um, both of you guys in my reel, those were custom to me so and they were also prosthetics and paint so it was very light in fact the raking after we were done filming we had to do a pickup shoot day months later and it was dead of winter in a desert and it was basically pretty much naked it was so freezing cold that i had to sit in the heated car till he called action that i'd run out kill somebody and run back in the heated car um so that was very light but then you have things like the suits for the Ninja Turtles uh, fan film that I did where I play Leatherhead. Those suits are huge. Um, you can't really tell in the trailer, but I was almost nine feet tall in those. <laughs> and and it, it, they're hard to walk into and move. And if you watch the video closely, you can see there's there's like a moment where I, I turn my, my hips and start firing the machine gun. And it, it looks very subtle and little. But to do that move, I over-exaggerated a thousand percent because the suit was so thick and heavy, they see anything subtle. Everything had to be just over overkill. 
and even things like holding that machine gun, the, the fingers in the glove are so thick and heavy that it took all of my strength to just hold the gun. So in between takes, they'd call cut, and I would, I would ask the PA, I'd be like, hey, can you hold this gun? Because my hand hurts. My hand hurt from holding, just to hold it. So it was like, that's how heavy and thick it is. So suits haven't changed, but have. It just depends on what materials, what, what they want it to look like, all that jazz, if that answers your question. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I know that uh, Michael Doherty said that you know the heads have a little bit. Um, each one acts a little bit different. Uh, um, so, what exactly? What kind of direction did you and the other two actors receive um, from him? As far oh, as oh, I wish I could tell you. <laughs> <laughs> All I can say for that is wait till you see the movie. You are going to shit your pants. <laughs> hey, that answer is more than good enough for me. Well, how long uh, would uh, you know your average day's shoot take for, for a gig like that? For Godzilla? Yeah, yeah. They're relatively short, especially since I'm used to the practical where I'm the first one in, last one out. My days are... 12 15 hours long normally but since that one was just motion capture and it was in a moquette volume it really it, it was a regular day it was eight to ten hours i don't recall it being anything long i remember actually at one point when they were like all right that's a wrap for the day i remember thinking that's it <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it was it, being motion capture makes it definitely a lot easier physically mentally and just time wise motion capture adds a lot of ease to the whole process did you have any interaction with the main cast during that process at all um i don't know if i can speak of that yet Fair maybe, enough. maybe <laughs> i'll be able to tell you in the future <laughs> yeah i have a rule that is if if it hasn't already been said publicly, I should probably let someone else say it first. That's the safest <laughs> route. Well, let me ask you this. What was your reaction to the trailer that just dropped? Oh, man. It's, it's funny because it's like, I know that I'm in it. I know I'm part of it. And I know everything I did in that trailer. I remember doing all those movements and all that action. But watching it, it felt... It, it felt like it, it was a movie that I was a fan of and just excited to see. And every time I see it, I still kind of get taken out of it. And I don't look at it as, as oh, there's the movie that I'm in. I, I watch it and I go, man, I can't wait to see this. <laughs> well, obviously you can't tell us much anything about the plot or anything that hasn't been said uh, yet. But do you know if anyone has... Uh, if there has been any kind of public uh, test screenings or anything, there's a lot of rumors floating around from people that say they've seen it or some of it. Uh, do you know if there's any truth to that? Um, I don't know if it's true as far as how, how they screened it, what, what was involved in it. I'm not sure because sometimes those type of test screens, they'll change plot points just to keep it secret. Um, I don't know what the people saw. I know there's been rumors, but I haven't read huge details on 
what people saw during the movie, just a lot of positive reactions to it. Which is rightfully so, because it's awesome. Like, I can guarantee you, I have seen, you know, I, I've seen probably over 25-ish of the 35 Godzilla movies, and this one is, hands down, the best one that will be to current date. Um, and I can say that without any disbelief in my words. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're excited to see it. I mean, the, you know, the, the day that trailer dropped, my Facebook feed and stuff was, I mean, people were like reliving their childhoods in about two minutes watching the trailer, which is yeah. a great thing. I mean, I feel like they really did a great job of capturing the essence, at least of what we've seen so far of all the monsters mm-hmm. and pulling them from the from the original films. So out of curiosity, can you tell us if you've seen any of the footage of the movie or any of the previous stuff before you... Um, before the trailer dropped uh i have seen and the trailer is telling you guys all the way you feel about the trailer is how you're going to feel about the movie for sure i got the same feeling from the the footage that i got from the trailer so you're telling us fans should expect a great movie that that's what i'm hearing oh hands down like i don't know if you felt this way but the moment mothra lifted her wings up i was just like oh that is awesome. And that I, that's the vibe I think you're going to get the whole movie. Just constant, that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> um, would you say that... Um, it, it, I'm assuming you've seen um, the 2014 film. And uh, would you say that this movie is more... Um, the, that kind of Spielbergian disaster movie that that one was? Or more of just like the Skull Island just fast-paced monster mash kind of you know a little lighter kind of feel i think that's all i would say that would be all subjective to the viewer Mm -hmm. um i think if you liked 2014 godzilla you're gonna love this the way i compare it is if you've seen the new three planet of the ape movies each one to me just got exponentially better and better each one and i think that's what i can say about the new monster verse as well is so far each one is just getting better better and better okay you know no i mean i that's music to my ears because i loved how each of the apes movies built on the previous one and i Mm -hmm. just thought they executed it so well and if this is anything even remotely like that then you know it sounds like it'll be really impressive yes i think so and they're all there's so much so much good stuff in it i think we could chat for hours if we did another one of these after the movie came out. <laughs> no, we would love to have you back. Yeah, let's I mean, do you, it. You, you, as far as I'm concerned, you have an open invite. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just make a drop guest appearance randomly. Yeah, we're, we're good with that. Um, so, obligatory fan question that we kind of have to ask, but do you have a favorite Godzilla film? I kind of would have to say... Does, uh, not including this one... <laughs> King of Monsters, hands down, would be my favorite. But if I had to say other than that, it's tough, because I'd either say uh, Megalon or 2014, one of those two. There's so, it's, like, it's so weird that there, those two films, you have like the very serious approach to Godzilla in one, and then like the slapstick, beat-em-up 70s Godzilla in the other. That's pretty neat. Mm-hmm. And I would also put Shin in there. I loved Shin, too. I loved 
the visuals of it and the politics of it and just the fact that what it would really be like for a government to deal with something like that if it happened. I thought that was very a very well done movie. Shin has a ton of fans. I mean, I know it, it made Toho boatload of money and it did really well for Funimation when they released it here. So I, I know that's a very, very popular film with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I wish they would do more of Shin. That was cool. Yeah, I think Toho's come out and said pretty publicly they don't, they're don't. they not going to do that. I think they're waiting to see... I mean, they, they've come out and said they're going to do their own MonsterVerse after mm-hmm. uh, you guys wrap up. But yeah, and I know like... Uh, I think Shin, Bird, correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I think Shinya Tsukamoto came out and said like... Maybe probably like in a joke or something that he would consider doing a Shin sequel, but... Uh, someone um, asked him if he would make a Godzilla movie and he said yes, but... Okay, so yeah, basically I'm that, being... He's been saying that for I'm years. Being, yeah, so I'm being fake news about Shin Tzu, so don't ignore that part. But, um, so what about other upcoming projects? I mean, do you have anything else in the works that you're able to talk about? Uh, yeah. Um, man, I have some other things that I'd love to tell you that, uh, that I can't talk about, but I can tell you, I guess hints at it, is one of them, I will be in a show on AMC that, that comes out in October. Oh, okay. gee. <laughs> what which one that could be? <laughs> um, that will be cool. I'm excited for that one. Well, and that's another big break for you, too. So, congrats. You're getting a lot of really nice stuff. Thank you. Yeah. And I think a lot of it does have to do with Godzilla. You know, it's once you start getting noticed for, for bigger things, more bigger things come. And, and, uh, I'm excited to see where I'll be in, in five years. You know, I'll look back and go, oh, yeah, I was the right head of Ghidorah at one point. <laughs> hey, maybe, you know, you never know. Maybe Andy Circus will give you a ring soon. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> actually, I've trained with Terry Notary, who is, he plays Kong, and he coaches all the apes in the Planet of the Ape movies. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, and he's he is fantastic to work with. I did some ape training with him uh, it was just a few weeks ago, actually, and he is just as awesome as he is in all the behind-the-scenes stuff. Um, and that's see what I do. I filmed a commercial just uh, two days ago that that should be airing sometime in the next month. Where if you look at my my Twitter and Instagram and stuff, you'll see a little sneak peek behind-the-scenes picture of it, and that's going to be a cool one. Uh, and then I'm actually involved in a film that starts filming in a few months, actually, where I have the lucky, the luckiness of being able to design my own creature for this, where I'm, I'm going to draw it up and, and have the concept created for the makeup artist to turn me into. So that one will be really cool. Have you, yeah, that sounds awesome. have you had a chance to design a monster before? Uh, Cookie from Christmas yeah. Cookie, I did. Okay. Um, if you, so obviously you were a monster kid like the rest of us um if there's any movie monster in the world i mean it can be a, a, a kaiju or a universal monster a slasher if you could pick one to play uh what one would you like to play i want to be bib fortuna in the bib fortuna standalone star Wars <laughs> that is uh <laughs> An answer I was not expecting, but uh, <laughs> that's that's pretty cool. Um, maybe, Just imagine a one-on-one guy. Maybe in an alternate universe where Solo was like the biggest movie of all time, 
they would be uh, doing Bib Fortuna in a couple years. Why? Why Bib Fortuna? Oh Because Twi'leks are awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, or Rodian, or any any classic Star Wars character would be badass. Well, those that designs cool. and those makeups and masks and stuff are all just so so good. Mm-hmm. If you want to go more twisted or or classic horror, Freddy doing a Freddy type one would be awesome. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, lo- I love all monsters, man. It's it's hard to pick. You know, it'd be great to be a xenomorph one day. I don't know. Those all seem to be CG nowadays. Maybe right. Yeah. I'll do some capture for them. <laughs> the uh, left head of Ghidorah actually did motion capture for the xenomorphs in the new uh, VR alien game that that's out right now. Oh, okay. Okay. So he got to be a xenomorph, lucky bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I know we we mentioned uh, that we interviewed Yoshida, who played uh, Godzilla in GMK, but he actually did a lot of the motion capture for the Metal Gear Solid game. So that's all him. He's he's solid. Oh, yeah, he was, yeah he was solid. Awesome. That's great. So I know there was at, at G Fest this year. They had a video they played, and they actually introduced you, and they announced that you would be there next year. So it sounds like is is that a thing that's a done deal set in stone? You're going to be at G Fest 2019 or G Fest 26. Uh, written in stone details are still in the works, but I will be there. Um, the odds are in my favor. <laughs> um, I'll more uh, more likely I'll be there. The thing about that that's so cool is I would love to hear what you guys have to say because were you there during the opening ceremonies when that video of me saying hi to everybody played i wasn't so i missed out on that but i i've but i've been going to g-fest since i'm 33 now i've been going since i was about 11 on and off Um, so i've been going to a whole bunch of them and matt uh went to the last two in a row um so uh, yeah, I know I mean, there was a positive reaction to that video because we, they they actually somebody had a video on Facebook that they posted and it it captured that portion of the video in the crowd's reaction and the, and the room was packed and I know that there was a, a very I mean it, it was a, it was a positive positive reaction to have somebody involved with a new movie being a part of G Fest and I think that'll be something that people really appreciate next year. Oh, that's great! You'll have to send me a link to that video. I want to see it. <laughs> yeah, let me see if I can track that down. I think it was on somebody posted on Facebook, and I think it was linked to YouTube. So let me see if I can grab that for you. That's cool. That I'm glad everybody enjoyed it. Because uh, they wanted me to come out uh, this year, actually, and be there in person. I couldn't make it out, but I was like, I'll do you guys one better. I'll send you a video if that if that'll help. <laughs> and they were like, absolutely. So that was exciting to hear that they were excited about that. Yeah, I mean, G-Fest is, is a fun time. I think next year when you go, I mean, after the movie comes out, there'll be a ton of hype around it. And, and obviously, we can ask you more specific questions about, you know, the movie and the process. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, this, I mean, this was a lovely little taste. But, uh, but yeah, I think Matt and I would both gladly uh, accept your offer to come back after the movie is released and we can really get into the nitty-gritty of it because I, I, I really want to know more about the, that whole process. It's fascinating to me. Absolutely. Count me in, guys. <laughs> well, thank you for being on our That's show. Cool. It's been awesome. And, oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, seriously, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely hit you up as soon as the movie is, is released and you're allowed to, to talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that'd be fun. And heck, if, if you guys or any of your listeners want to follow me on social media, 
add me, find me. I'm always posting whenever I, I can anything publicly. So all the stuff that we spoke about today that I can only hint at, uh, very soon there'll be more and more stuff released. So at Monster Maxon is my Instagram and my Twitter. So in, in find Maxon me, is me and, M-A-X-S-O-N. That is correct. Yep. Or if you search Alan Maxon, I'm sure it'll pop up. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Listen, thanks again. And uh, we're going to talk to you hopefully in the next, what is it? Is it seven months away? I can't, I can't do math right now. Uh, (laughs) It's more than, I think it's more than that, but uh, yeah, we, 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 yeah, we, we will uh, look forward to having you back. um, And you can, you know, when the cat's out of the bag. Heck yeah, it'll be fun. Uh, I'm looking forward to it guys. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Alan. All right. right. Have a good kaiju transmission. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thanks, brother. Appreciate it. (laughs) Bye.